WebmasterRadio.fm has compressed thousands of podcasts and all of our radio shows into the ultimate internet marketer's knowledge base. Introducing the new WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, absolutely free and now available for iPhone and Android users. Listen to our live broadcasts at the push of a button or access our complete archive of shows, past and present, like SEO 101, Affiliate Buzz, The Shoe Money Show, The Daily Search Cast, and so much more. Download it now from the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store today. From the newsroom of SearchEngineWatch.com, the authority on search engine marketing and social media since 1996. Welcome to SEW Weekly. Each week, our hosts keep a virtual eye on the stories and people that are impacting search and social marketing, breaking down each headline with expert analysis. Plus, we'll bring you expert interviews exploring the latest search and social marketing tips and tools. Listen, connect, learn. SEW Weekly. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. And welcome to SEW Weekly. My name is Tom Craver. This is the February 7th, 2013 edition of SEW Weekly, if you're listening to us on the podcast. Coming to you this week from bright, sunny, and warm Palm Springs, California. Why, you may ask? Well, we're here for the Inflection Point Conference Inflection Point 2013 is Cavario's uh, long-standing, it's been going on seven years now, I guess, uh, conference for uh, their clients, pretty much. Um, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, our guests today, actually, are going to be spe- our speakers that, that have spoken at the Inflection Point uh, this this week. We're going to have uh, Dixon Jones from Majestic SEO on how he presented some information. And we're going to have a wonderful special guest, Jeff Ma who was the MIT Blackjack Club leader, if you will. And if you read the book Bring Down the House or saw the Kevin Spacey movie 21, uh, he was the inspiration uh, for that movie. And, and it's funny, you know, you sit down and you're like, okay, this is going to be a fun keynote address, but it's incredible how much data-driven you know, winning at Blackjack really can be. And it was amazing to, to watch Jeff and hear him draw analogies to search marketing and how he tied that all together. So uh, those are our guests for today. But first, oh, there's all kinds of things shaking up in search news. And I'm just going to go back to the beginning of the week. We'll take this in chronological order. Uh, First things first, back on Monday, Google was announcing a change, an update, if you will, to their spam detection algorithms. And spam for the Google Plus local pages uh, most specifically. Basically what Google is doing is they're warning any business owners that are using the Google Plus local pages that if you write fake glowing testimonies or have somebody else write them for you, they will be taken down. Um, warning about a bunch of things, basically. Um, if a business accepts paper comment cards, and you pass out, oh, you know, thanks for, you know, whatever, how can we help you today, and leave comments. No, don't take those and digitize them. They want actual people putting actual comments up there. So, okay, so now you're just going to ask them, hey, why don't you go on Google Plus and, and review us? How they're going to stop you from doing this, I don't know, but basically they want people to put their own real experiences. In fact, the, the quote was, we ask that all reviews come from first-hand experience and do not allow posting reviews on behalf of others. Uh, all the rules that you got to play by. 
basically um, positive reviews on Google Plus Local. You know, it's good for your business and 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 whatnot. But uh, basically, the reviewers should be unique people um, only write for one specific location. So if you have multiple locations for your business, you know, for, forget that. They, they have to write for the specific one, not the whole business as a whole. And uh, no links now, and and now they can't write reviews for a company they work for. So all kinds of new rules. You can find that one. Uh, Danny Goodwin wrote that one on Monday. Google warns SEO and businesses to avoid fake reviews. Also earlier this week, I tied something together uh, the Wall Street Journal actually got some excerpts of former CEO Eric Smith's uh, new book, uh, upcoming book. It's coming out this uh, April. It's called The New Digital Age. And flat out, one of the excerpts that the Wall Street Journal called out was this. Within search results, information tied to verified online profiles will be ranked higher than content without such verification, which will result in most users naturally clicking on the top verified results. So what basically Google is saying in that statement, or what Eric Schmidt is saying in that statement is, and this is his vision of the future, he didn't say Google will start doing this per se, but uh, if you have content and if you are verified on Google+, and you use author markup, then your stuff will be ranked higher. Well, we're already seeing that trend anyway. This is nothing really new. Um, the This is the first time, though, that it's come out this blunt from anybody from Google. Uh, the other quote that stuck out from, from that excerpt was, the true cost of remaining anonymous might be irrelevance. And uh, again, just very, very, very blatant. There's a, a bunch of other excerpts from the book, um, and you can find that in the article I wrote uh, earlier this week on Tuesday. Eric Schmidt, Google will give higher rankings to content tied to verify profiles. Other news this week, we have a big shakeup in the pay-per-click world with Google announcing their new enhanced campaigns. Now, there's there's some good things about the enhanced campaigns, and there's a lot of bad things that, yeah, I'll tell you what, at lunch yesterday at uh, the Inflection Point conference, everybody was talking about this. It's just, it's, it's, it's just the way Google's going, and again, if you want to play their game, you got to play by their rules. So there's three main features, and there was a couple of different articles on Search Engine Watch, one by Lisa Raichler and the other one by Alistair Dent, basically discussing you know the good, the bad, and the ugly about these new campaigns. Now the good, um, things like the contextual ads and location-based bidding, you know, all this is good. The, the biggest shakeup, though, was there's not going to be much choice you're going to have as far as uh, tablets and mobile users. Tablet bidding is just flat out gone. This is this is kind of going with Google saying over time the distinction between people using different devices is, is lessening and it's going to continue to do so. And that's that's true, but it hasn't quite happened yet. So um, the, multi, the mobile bid multiplier is now at the campaign level. Uh, you can't break it down any further than that. And, and so um, for that matter, you can't have a mobile-only campaign as well. And this is just, it's its taking controls and it's taking them away. And it's fundamentally changing how this is going to play out. And all the developers are scrambling now because there's this five-month window. In five months, this is all going to, basically all going to go away and you have to be ready for it. You can phase it in on your own earlier, but uh, until you only have five months left and when that happens, you're done.
So big shakeup in the AdWords industry. You can check out those two articles uh, both online yesterday from Search Engine Watch. And uh, last but not least, before we go to our first break here, um, we want to give a very big warm welcome to the one and only Lisa Barone, who will be starting writing for Search Engine Watch uh, coming next week. Her first column will appear on February 13th, uh, and she will be writing about the whole full scope of digital marketing and the power of integration. So, big warm welcome to Lisa Barone, uh, new writer for Search Engine Watch. But we are at Inflection Point 2013, and I've got two great guests coming up, so stay with us. We're going to have Dixon Jones from Majestic SEO, and a little bit later after that, we're going to have Jeff Ma, the blackjack guru from MIT. Stay with us, folks. This is SEW Weekly on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned for more of SCW Weekly after this quick timeout. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Welcome back to SEW Weekly, your home for search and social marketing news, views, and interviews. Only on webmasterradio.fm. 
And welcome back to SEW Weekly. Tom Craver along with you for the ride here. It is the February 7th edition of SEW Weekly, if you're listening to us on the podcast. Coming to you from Inflection Point 2013. Now, uh, Inflection Point, if you haven't heard of this conference, it's uh, it's pretty much a private uh, customer appreciation kind of conference put on uh, by Cavario, one of the leading search agencies, uh, for all of their clients, essentially. In differential calculus, for those of us who know these things, uh, the inflection point is basically a a change in how a, a curve goes on a graph. And basically the point of that is it's it's going from good to bad, from plus to minus, or from minus to plus, as as is the case, uh, hence our news this week with, with Google and especially the pay-per-click world. Um, so, so Covario puts this conference on, and there's been some really great speakers and some interesting sessions. Uh, and my first guest today actually... Um, I caught up with after he finished his session on brands becoming publishers, a look at how to develop content if you are a brand. And Dixon Jones from Majestic SEO was the second of of two speakers. He talked about how they had a new piece of their product coming out, an enhancement, if you will, and and how they got the message out and how that all goes about. Um, And I got a chance to speak with him as he jumped off the stage uh, yesterday afternoon. Dixon, thank you, first of all, for joining me today. Uh, Yeah, thanks very much, Tom. It's nice to be here. Beautiful. So you, you were talking today about how to get the message out, and more specifically with your tools, how you got that word out there about these different... Yeah, tool, these different names that you actually ripped off from from the oil industry, actually. So yeah, well, no, no. So yeah, so so it's not. It wasn't. I wasn't talking about our tool per se, but yes, we had a particular aspect of our tool, our flow metrics, when, and and I was telling the story about how we launched that out to the to the world and how we got our flow metrics to be uh, seen by the SEO community, uh, and it was really all a case of doing the right things in the right order. So yes, it's all about the content and tying the content around the flow metrics was was key. Uh, and I think that people don't uh, appreciate that, you know, a lot of people have got mobile apps and things and they upgrade those mobile apps, but they forget to then do a press release or get to forget to, to, to monetize or, or, or publicize the fact that they've upgraded a little part of their, their world. And these are really good keys for content. Uh, so we had something that we were upgrading, and so we wanted to make some noise about it. Uh, and we really go about it in a very specific order. So yes, we write the blog post, but the blog post goes on pause. Uh, it doesn't go live. Uh, we then um, uh, give copies of that blog post and images and all the assets that somebody needs uh, to connectors in the industry. So we send it out to you know places like Search Engine Journal, Search Engine Watch, uh, the, all the others, yeah, I'll, I'll list them all, you know, just to just to annoy you. But you know, but but very specifically to people that we know are going to pick up on these, and so we give them that information, those assets, and make it very very easy, so easy for them to then write things up. So instead of sending out a press release just on PR Web or PR Newswire or or anywhere else, we send it out to ten, maybe ten very specific people, and I think within any industry. There are there are probably a dozen, you know, ten or a dozen connectors that are really really influential. And if you spend your time making sure you know these people and that they know you, then when you give them privileged information, they'll take that on board and they won't squander it down the drain. And that's the plan. So we sit there and we we make sure that they've got a uh, got got the information. We make sure our partners have got the information in advance. We make sure our ambassadors have got the information in advance, uh, and they know everything about when it's going to launch what we're going to do, we they even know the URL that it's going to come out live on, so that when we launch, they're the ones that take the glory. And so I think my mantra was, you know, 
let them take the glory because you just want to be in the story. So you said um, earlier this afternoon how, and again you said it now, you're giving first-hand access to these people, you're giving them the URL, you're giving them everything. That is not something that every company is able to do. Now, how do you, give me an example of how you might fight the barriers. You, know, you might be an agency, you might be a really high-strung company that you work for. How do you fight the barriers to, to convince the boss, no, let them have this because they're industry leaders and they'll help us? Well, I, I think it, it all comes down to, uh, to, to, to letting people realize that they're more happy. People are much happier retweeting or talking about or re-spinning something that has come from them from what they perceive as above. So if um, I was to, to if, if the first person to find out about my thing through a newsletter have, happened to be running, you know, SEO my, is my dad dot com uh, and, uh, and puts up a blog post, I'm sorry if there is a company called that, but, <laughs> uh, I, I, I puts up a blog post and then sort of tries to expect uh, Danny, you know, Danny Sullivan or, or Jonathan Atkins to, um, Alan to, uh, to, to retweet, uh, that's not going to happen. Jonathan's not going to retweet that, you know, he's not going to report on it. It's already out at a very, um, at, a, at a very wide level, um, whereas if it comes from the top down, then it's going to be much more effective and everybody's going to feel good about the process. And this can work for any industry, then, is what you're saying. Find the thought leaders, find the people that are movers and shakers in that industry and write about it all the time. Yeah, and I think it works especially well in B2B, uh, especially well in B2B. It, it, and it probably works in things like the music industry or woodwork and that sort of industry as well. And I, I suspect they've probably done that for years, so they just don't know it. But I don't, what I don't think people do is, is take the time to work out the sequence of events that, that, that happens that gives maximum effect. Because if you get the sequence wrong, people are just not going to retweet it. They're not going to make it viral in any way, shape, or form because they're not imparting what they perceive to be unique news, uh, content, and information out to the next guy. But yeah, it runs. It should run in any industry, and uh, we've done it in a few other industries as well. Uh, and uh, it's uh, it's uh, and it's good. So you, you keyed in on something really interesting. We're speaking with Dixon Jones here from Majestic SEO, um, speaking at the Calvario Inflection Point 2013 conference. And Dixon, so you just brought up an interesting point about getting the word out there to everybody else and making them write about it coming from the top down. The, the speaker just before you, Jeff from Calvario, he was talking about how you get a good story out there. And you don't give it to your product marketing managers. You give it to people like you're describing. Can you, can you go into a little bit how, how that applies to what you're talking about and, and what he basically, you can't believe he said first, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess, I guess that was one bit where I, uh, because I effectively write the content, a lot of the content myself as, uh, as well, then I have to maybe disagree. But, uh, but my tech guys don't, don't write the content. I think the, the thing is that when we put it out, the, the article on the blog post is written for our users. But everything before that point um, and where all the information goes out is designed to be written for um, the writer's readers. And so uh, because, we, because we allow um, you know, Search Engine Watch to, to, take, to take the glory, uh, and then they can elaborate. They can also twist the story because you know you're independent guys, and uh, you're going to change it. You're going to modify it. You're going to not take what we've say for granted, um, but you're going to come out with a much more balanced and a more trusted view 
of uh, of whatever it is that we're we're launching, and I think that that's the key. Uh, if you if you try and write it yourself um, and try and market it yourself and try and push it yourself, you just look like you're talking about yourself. Right, and that's what we're trying to avoid. Right, you don't you want to. Yeah, you don't want to do that. I mean, you really got to try and avoid that because. Uh, ultimately, everybody knows we're all trying to, you know, promote our, our our agenda, whatever our agenda is, whether it's business, whether it's politics. You know, you're trying to push an agenda, but you know what? It really doesn't look good if you know, if it's topical in the states. It doesn't look good when the people that are saying keep the guns are the National Rifle Association, and it doesn't look that good when people are saying ban the guns are the poor people that uh, that were involved in the uh, in, in the disasters in in, in the school so uh, it, it, we need a more balanced people giving a more balanced argument uh, and that happens in in anywhere in politics or, or otherwise so if the message comes from you internally going out to the masses not necessarily your customers not necessarily the thought leaders but the message going out to the masses yeah. who you hope will be your new customers that message is you can't have that direct I'm a used car salesman, sell, sell, sell. You've got to have other people telling that story for you. Yeah, I, I mean, I did differ from. I mean, Jeff, Jeff is Jeff was very much saying, look, this message goes out to new people, but he was talking in a more B2C kind of environment at that particular point, where you know uh, all sorts of people can be your, your your customer. And he also talked a little bit about how uh, how pretty much you could you could be targeting the the, the granny market and the uh, and the uh, hockey players market <laughs> at the same time, and you still get people that are in both groups. Sure. Uh, I I, I I do try and make sure that you know when my marketing message goes out, it goes out to the SEO community uh, because, frankly, you know there's going to be other people that have absolutely no interest in what Majestic SEO is. And I, if I just find myself trying to uh, give that to people that are looking for you know double glazing or cars, I'm probably not going to do my business any good in the long run. So then, is that the difference then between B2C marketing and B2B marketing? Uh, I I think that is a difference. Uh, I think that you do have to be much more selective uh, in B2B, and in some ways it's easier because you can identify the players, um, and, and with social media on the rise, you can pretty much identify the players down to the individual names, and that's uh, that's significant, and that's a huge difference. So you know, LinkedIn has been a huge um, tool for B2B. Uh, because you can pretty much identify everybody that you think should be your customer, whether you approach them through LinkedIn or not. You, you've got you've got this beautiful data set of this would be my ideal audience. Um, in B two C, that's not the same uh, same thing. LinkedIn is a rubbish uh, tool for for B two C. Right. All right. So we're running a long time here. First of all, I want to thank you for being with us today. Your takeaway, if the audience here at Inflection Point took away anything from what you said today. What's the number one thing you'd hope they would have driven home and, and taken with them and put into action like right now? Uh, it was my mantra that I, that I had for the day, which is, you know, let them have the glory, just be in the story. Dixon Jones of Majestic SEO, a speaker here at Inflection Point 2013 on uh, how Brands can become publishers and, and telling their own life story. Stay with us here, because when we continue on SEW Weekly, I've got a very special guest. Uh, bringing down the house with teamwork in innovative metrics was the session here, and Jeffrey Ma, the blackjack guru from MIT, will join me uh, next. So stay with us. This is SEW Weekly on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned for more of SEW Weekly. After this quick timeout.
building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I signed us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? You're not alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. Brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding edge creative, and killer content amplification to the social advertising table. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Welcome back to SCW Weekly, your home for search and social marketing news, views, and interviews. Only on webmasterradio.fm. And welcome back to SEW Weekly. Tom Craver, still with you here. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, my next guest is, uh, wow, it was just so much fun to listen to him yesterday. Uh, in his session, Bringing Down the House with Teamwork and Innovative Metrics, Jeffrey Ma uh, really just had the crowd into it, stunned, laughing, and just impressed with all the data-making decisions. Um, and again, Jeff Ma is... Uh, he was a member of the MIT Blackjack team of the mid-1990s, that notorious team that just went to Vegas and cleaned house. And uh, you might have seen the Kevin Spacey movie, 21. He actually had uh, a cameo in there, ironically enough, as a blackjack dealer. But uh, it's just a fabulous story of how when you take the data and use that to make your decisions and remove yourself personal bias and and even emotions you know there was a point he told a story where he went down 50 grand in one hand came back and the data told him in that situation to basically do enough splits and doubling down where he should have actually won again and again he lost another 50 grand and to go down 
a hundred grand in two hands, take the emotion out of it, get back up and go back down to the table and, and make 74 grand in turning that around. Just, I mean, it, it, it put things in perspective how you really need to be in charge of your campaigns and your search marketing for the long haul. So before he uh, took off out of here, I got a chance to sit down with Jeff, and here's what he had to say about his speech about data-making decisions and how to apply that to search marketing. Yeah, I mean, I think the first thing is that um, you have to understand that there are better ways out there to make decisions or to measure decisions than uh, there used to be. In the old days, marketing was sort of like, you know, licking your finger and seeing how much the wind blows, but now you can actually have real signal about what's being successful and what's not being successful. And so the first thing I think the biggest lesson, just like in Blackjack, is to really embrace the data, embrace the past data, and to make decisions based on it. After that, you know, some of the parallels really have to do with your ability to constantly tweak and optimize and look for inefficiencies. So, you know, the search engine marketing, it, it may not always be the most popular word or, or, you know, the most obvious word that gives you the best results. Um, similar to in, in Blackjack, it's not always going to be, you know, the obvious uh, hand or the obvious plays and, and, and making that emotional call based on what you think is the right decision versus what really is the optimal decision. Um, it, it changes things a lot. And so, I think probably another thing holistically at search engine marketing is as you do a campaign, uh, you're going to have to look at a big picture, at a holistic sort of time frame, a larger time frame than maybe just one day or one month. Um, similarly in Blackjack, you can't really look at just one hand and use that as a measure of success. You've got to look at a whole series of hands and whatnot. One of the things that, that really struck me in, in your keynote presentation was how you said, you know, exactly that. If you, if you, you can make the right decisions, um, but sometimes those outcomes just don't appear. So you mentioned the word campaign. You could start a whole campaign. You might have had the right keywords that you researched. You might have had the right terminology. You might have had the right demographic target, um, but the campaign doesn't work out. So what, what would your advice be to people who, who do that? You know, they, you, you can't, you can't just say, oh, it didn't work, so we got a knee-jerk reaction, right? That's what your, your message was. Yeah, so I think, I think the, the question is not necessarily to say it didn't work, but to understand why it didn't work, right? And to look at the core of, of what the, you know, like a lot of times people, uh, if you look at it in sports, you know, let's say a team decides to go for it on a fourth down situation, whether it's right or whether it's wrong, a lot of people always will believe it is based on whether the play was a success or not. It, that's not always true. I mean, it was, it can be the right decision to go for it on fourth down, and if you don't get it, it still could have been the right decision. Um, you could say, hey, in that situation, we might get it seven out of ten times, or it might even be the right decision if you get it three out of ten times, but strategically at that point in the game, that's the right thing to do. The same thing is true in, you know, the, the SEM world where, you know, you might be making the right decision and it might just not work out, but you have to actually examine the decision versus just looking at the outcome. Perfect. Um, one last thing then before I let you go, and I know your time is, is precious and thank you for spending it with us. Um, so the question then becomes, a campaign does work. Everything is right. Everything's going well in the world. Um, you know, do you, do you get greedy and keep going with that? Do you, do you stop that campaign and say, let's try something else? What, what decisions should you make when things are going well? Um, well, I mean, I think, I think when things are going well, you have to do the same thing. You have to actually evaluate why they're going well and understand, like, is it just, is everyone doing well? Is it just the environment? 
um, you constantly have to reevaluate your core process versus just the core outcome. And I think that's probably the key. Jeff Ma, our guest today on SCW Weekly. I want to thank him and my other guest, Dixon Jones, for their special time. And that about does it for one more episode of SCW Weekly. Stay with us again here next week. Um, always fun and exciting things going on. Don't forget you can check us out anywhere online pretty much nowadays. Find us in the iTunes store. Look for SEW Weekly. You can find us in the brand new Webmaster Radio mobile app for your iPhone or your Android device. You can hear us every week live at 1 p.m. Eastern right here on webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening, folks. Have a great day. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.